everyone, and welcome to Article 23, the podcast all about making work work. I'm Suzanne Gevrilovich, and I'm the business director here at my Making Work Absolutely Human. And I'm here today with Jess Pollard from Career Switch. Hello, Jess. Hi, it's great to be back on the podcast for my second time. It's Ooh. so fun, isn't it? Um, and this is probably, I think now I'm only my second time of actually hosting the podcast, so I'm still a newbie as well. Yay. So today we're going to be talking about career transition and building your tribe. And it's such a, an important topic and so relevant to so many people right now. Yeah, and I think to sort of sit and set the scope for what we're going to be talking about, I mean, I think everyone, every time you open a paper, you watch the news, uh, it's pretty obvious there are increasing levels of unemployment, underemployment, yeah. and there are some targeted groups that are being hit really hard by that at the moment, whether that's young people in particular, women, and I think it's really easy for this time to be incredibly lonely for people. Absolutely. And, um, we wanted to do this podcast to, I guess, do an ode to it not being the case and to really try to find a space to, I guess, help people to reach out and to think about career transition in a different way, which is to kind of get out from behind that computer and to make it more social, more connected. And that's really where this notion of the career tribe um, comes in. And we've got also got an article on it this week in the EDM. And it's a way to kind of focus away from the computer. And there are, I guess, three fundamentals to this podcast. And while we can't get into every single aspect of the job search process, I think some of the key things are it's really easy to sit on, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Seek, whatever it is, and feel like you're applying for 50 jobs and it can become pretty disheartening to not hit back. And at the moment, um, with the volume going in, it's... It might be that on the other side of that computer, no one's even opening some of those things. Absolutely, yeah, some of those applications. And so this. So, so how do you get out? Get out of that from behind the computer and get out from the sending off um, job applications. Mm. Well, I do like to kind of take a tribe approach to that, which is starting to think about who do you want in your corner. Whether some another person might say, "Well, who's on your board?" Yeah. But I like to think about it more from a community perspective um because we're social beings and so much of the job search process is actually connecting with people sharing with them your story and while we can't get into all the different elements of that process there are i guess some archetypes that you can build into your tribe that can be of immense value right and traditionally we also often transition in isolation because we're either not confident enough to reach out or we're going, I don't quite know where I'm going next. So I'm just going to, Oh, I don't know, just apply for something. Sure. Um, But the reality is that we've all got connections mm -hmm. and they've all got connections. And Mm -hmm. when we talk to people about the fact that we might be looking for work, um, all of a sudden it opens up a conversation and, you know, even just talking to people, your friends, your, your network about where they work, and what they enjoy or don't enjoy about where they work can be open up this whole conversation. And one of the things that I find interesting in that you've got um, a lot of organisations now have uh, employee referral programs. Mm. So, you know, if 
you've got a friend and they refer you, then they actually get incentivized for doing that. So it mm. can be a real win-win scenario. Um, so it's really important to open up and talk to people, let them know that you're in the market for the next thing, that you're thinking about what to do next and open up that conversation because you never know where it will go. And the interesting part is how you approach that conversation, which is a podcast kind of in itself. <laughs> you know, how do you reach out to people in a way that's meaningful, that's uh, not just, hey, where the jobs are, if yes. that makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. But it's <laughs> not, I'm knocking on your door looking for a job. Ab- absolutely. Um, no, it's a conversation about... Meeting of minds, a meeting of values, yeah. um, because often it's the people that you have the conversations with where you both get fired up around the same topic or they share something they've done that uh, adds value to say the work that you're doing and then you go oh wow that person's really uh, interested excited about what i'm doing oh i might refer them they'd be a great fit here yeah um but even before that conversation i think it takes courage a confidence and uh, a level of clarity that does take a for a lot of people it's hard yes and i think we uh taking it almost back to that first step of going all right who are how do i even begin this time because say you haven't looked for a job for 10 years 15 years or for a lot of people maybe it's your first professional search Mm -hmm. you know it's always been someone that you've reached out to or someone that's reached out to you for a job you're going how do i do this i think this is where maybe i will go through a couple of those archetypes just to kind of set the frame for who might be in your corner absolutely um So, I mean, first and foremost, in your transition, you want your supporters. And these are the people that have your back no matter what. They're um, there for the tears. They're there for the open conversation of, I have no idea about what (laughs) next. I don't know what my skills are. Help. And they don't even necessarily need to solve the problem. No, no. They're they're just just your friends, your family, the people who care about you and who you care about. And when you're having a hard day on the job search where you can just be open and honest about that. So, they're those supporters. Uh, the next kind of person is that career transition generalist. So they can kind of point you in the direction of, are you looking to explore options right now? Here are mm. some places you can go. Um, or are you really looking for someone to target your job search? Okay, here's where you can go. But they understand uh, the process holistically, mm-hmm. and that's often a career coach, um, or there are some different sites out there that can help, help with that. Uh, then there's the challenger and the questioner. They may be your supporter, but... You do need those people that sort of not just hold you accountable, but will see you for the potential that is inside you. Yes, um, and challenge you a bit and push you a bit. Yeah. And say to you things like, well, why wouldn't you apply for that role? You'd be perfect for it. Yeah. You know, and really boy, um, boost you a bit as well. And, I mean, this is one of those typical things where, you know, you see the job ad and you go, oh, I can only fulfill 30% of those <laughs> those things and where traditionally women won't apply for those roles where there's that challenger who'll say look sell it this way do this and you know put your your hat in the ring have a go that's a supported challenger um this is the one i love the most which are the connectors there are some people that just thrive in the space of a lot of deep relationships and they they live to connect people that have 
like minds, people to the right organization. And they sort of have this really deep network in a whole lot of places. They always know someone who's in the job that you want to go to or in the organization. Yep. Or know someone who knows someone and they're willing to introduce you. Yeah. And that's the role they play. That can, they, they understand where a meeting of minds is going to take place. I think the one challenge with a connector though is people so often ask them for help. Yep. They're someone that's constantly being pulled in 20 directions to support others. And they're often willing to be in other people's uh, career transition tribes. Yes. So it's being, I guess, clear with them and knowing when's the right time to really reach out because they're often the person that'll go above and beyond. Right. And it's sort of their, their name will also be on the line when you're kind of reaching out. So just being like considerate with those people. Um, the recruiter. There are some people that just know how to do job search. Like you call them and they're like, that's not going to work. This is going to work. Your resume look great in this space. They just have all that really clear advice that can be hard to find Mm -hmm. when you're either just trying to, you're trolling the internet. You're not really sure. They'll have the behind the scenes of what's actually going on, whether it's interview bots or whatever it is, they'll have the lowdown on that. Um, Maybe just a couple of others. The industry expert. So, okay, say you've, you've chosen, okay, I'm going to actually make a shift into a new industry. Having someone that understands that space is invaluable. Absolutely. Because they'll be able to tell you all the things that, that say don't apply from other industries or, look, if you're applying in that way, that just will not fly. Sure, and they'll be able to tell you what parts of the industry are growing, what parts mm. need more people, um, and that sort of thing. So. And they may also be able to say, hey, I know you. I think you'll be a great fit here. Yeah. Have you thought about that? And as you said before, that invested party, whether that is a recruiter or someone that's wanting to kind of internally uh, support you and champion you in. Yeah, uh, so someone, you know, someone you've worked with in the past who you really clicked with and you have mm-hmm. a great connection and they'd be really happy to sponsor you to um, uh, be your referee, for example, those old colleagues, you know, those people are really invaluable as well. Mm. Oh, definitely. And, and part of it is, and it comes back to, I think the most important part of all of this in a time like this, which is, it's not about what you can get from people, but it's actually about how do you meaningfully connect with the people that you know and be reciproc, reciprocally generous with your time and energy? Because these are often the times, you know, when you're reaching out, it's often a, uh, the, the amount that people are willing to give is often a reflection on the relationship that's been built. Absolutely. Um, and I can imagine there's people listening to this who are looking for jobs and there may be people who are listening to this who have have work and are, uh, I guess, have the ability to be in someone else's career tribe. Yes. I mean, do you have a favourite, I guess, person or example during your kind of transitions that's been impactful for you look i have a few but one that really comes to mind there was a time um i moved to the uk for three years um and i left the organization i was working for and i moved because my husband got a really exciting role over there and we were very excited to go and spend three years (laughs) in the uk yeah um but so i had some people that i worked with closely and they were willing, they were like, when they heard that I was going to the UK, they were like, oh, 
I know somebody who's going to need someone over there in six mm. months' time. Uh, go and have a chat with this person today and tell them you'll be there and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I thought, oh, it's a long shot, but okay, I'll go and have a chat with that person, which I did. Um, and as it turned out, when the role became vacant, which wasn't until maybe six months after I arrived in the UK, but they did give me a call. Mm. And, you know, I sent them my resume at that point in time because I had had a chat with them and they had said they would give me a call. I wasn't really confident anything could come of it. But once I sent them my resume, they called me back and they said, wow, you've done this and you've done that and that's really interesting and I'm really interested in you and come in, come on, we're going to do an interview. And I was like, okay. And, um, and I got the gig. So, um, and that was all because I was pushed. Um, there was a relationship there mm-hmm. and I was pushed to go and have the conversation in the first place, which is probably something I wouldn't have done off my own bat. I guess, yeah, it says to that social connection piece, sometimes it's always the, con- well, not always, but it can often be that conversation that you just don't think about, like the throwaway at a party when someone says, oh, I know someone that, yes. you know, or the meeting that you had, that you, the lunch that you go, oh, it was half an hour, I don't think anything will come of it. And that's how I'll say my last job came about. I had a meeting with this guy because he was asking about some startup stuff, no problem. We had a chat and I was like, oh, nice guy. He said, right in the last two minutes, I have a friend that I think you should meet. Right. And that ended up being my last job because he said, you have a meeting of minds and we met. That was the last job I was at. That um, And it was all sort of by coincidence that it came about, but it's um, reaching out, people being willing to connect. That's right. And that's what people mean when they talk about the hidden job market. Mm. You know, these jobs that happen just by seemingly osmosis. But you've got to be willing to have those conversations mm. and maybe just step outside your comfort zone a little bit to start mm. those conversations in the first place. And I think it's a funny spin on the hidden job market because when you see hear that word, sometimes you think, oh, that's impossible for me to find then. Mm, that's right. Whereas the reality is it's, it's, or it's, a- it's in front of you. Um, and that whether that's a local job or whether that's a job through friends that you've met once that live somewhere else, we're in a connected world. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's nice to come in a time where it feels like so many things are happening in your external world. Yeah. This is really kind of an ode to, okay, well, what can I influence whether I'm transitioning or I'm wanting to support friends and communities that are in transition? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a way to go, well, here's something I can do, which is I can reach out, I can help to connect people, or I can provide whatever skills that you have to support other people. And it's a way to, I guess, make it a more social process and a more connected process, which yeah, excites me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. In fact, I've seen a few people on LinkedIn mm. um, saying exactly that, making a post and saying, uh, for all my connections who are looking for work now i'm here for you if you want to have a chat let me know Mm. and that's just so generous Mm. and that's the sort of thing we're talking about yeah so i mean that's almost a nice way to kind of finish is go well if you're um you know in a place where you can connect people or are looking to reach out maybe this week there's one person that you can (laughs) i guess support in their search or perhaps um if you are in transition think about maybe who else could you sort of reconnect with to bring them into your tribe? Yeah. Okay, so Jess has written about this, as she mentioned, in an article in our newsletter this week. So if you'd like to sign up to get our newsletter, you can at www.m 
A H M W A H or drop us a line at team at white.live. We'd love to hear from you. So that's a big what from us. Woohoo. Bye guys. Bye.